This is Under the Dome. On today's Closer Look, we're talking with one North Carolina state lawmaker, an Afghanistan veteran, about the Taliban takeover in Afghanistan. For the News and Observer, I'm Lucille Sherman, your host for this episode of Under the Dome. It's Friday, August 20th. Representative Greer Martin, a Democrat from Wake County and Lieutenant Colonel in the United States Army Reserves. Thanks so much for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me, Lucille. I'm really wanting to know about your perspective of what's going on in Afghanistan right now. But first, could you tell me about how and when you joined the military? I I joined the military uh, uh, in 1991. I'd done ROTC at Davidson College and graduated in 91 and was commissioned uh, as a second lieutenant into the reserve component uh, as a field artillery officer. Gotcha. How long were you in Afghanistan? Uh, Let's see. I deployed to Afghanistan in November of 2002 and got back uh, very, very end of May of 2003. What do you remember about 9-11, 9-11, you, you deployed so quickly after that. What, what do you remember from that day and the months following? I, I think my memories are not dissimilar to just about everyone else's. I remember where I was in my office uh, at work in Raleigh, and a coworker came in and said that uh, a plane had hit one of the World Trade Center buildings, and lots of speculation about what it might or might not have been, but no one was sure. Uh, but then, of course, when the second uh, tower was hit, it uh, w- was pretty certain that our nation w- was under attack. And in the next few days, I called my Army Reserve personnel manager and uh, volunteered uh, for active duty uh, with the Army. How do you think your time there affected you? Uh, uh, in, in many ways, I think... Um, it gave me a, a deep appreciation for how truly lucky we are here in the United States. My, my daughter had been born right before I realized that I was very fortunate to be able to raise her in North Carolina in the United States, where I felt comfortable that she would be safe, that she would get a good education, and that, that even as, as, as a woman, uh, that she would be able to get a, get a good job uh, and raise her own family down the road. And for uh, all children in Afghanistan, uh, particularly female children, that's not something that their that their parents could have a hope for them. And so um, I gained an appreciation for the color green. Uh, it was uh, Afghanistan was seen to be suffering a drought while I was there, uh, and it was very uh, brown and and dusty and dirty. Um, I gained an appreciation for the incredible men and women that I served with in our military. Uh, from all around America, uh, really in many cases from all around the world. I served with many immigrants from other parts uh, of the world. Um, How uh, incredible a team that we make uh, and the incredible things we do when we function together as a team and uh, how that lesson applies for us as a nation outside of our military endeavors. Um, I learned that uh, the United States, what what I already knew, reinforced uh, that the United States uh, can be a force for for good in the world. In light of Afghanistan's fall to the Taliban following the Biden administration's removal of troops, what do you think people should know about the war in Afghanistan? 
I think uh, they should know that it uh, at 20 years long, almost, that it had many phases, many different components, ranging from the beginning where the mission was to just remove uh, Afghanistan uh, from uh, being able to uh, launch a terrorist attack or be the base for a terrorist attack uh, against the United States. And then, um, at, uh, and then, of course, to capture or kill Osama bin Laden, and then uh, into something different uh, that uh, over the course of several administrations, uh, the effort seemed to be to uh, help create a stable Afghanistan, with part of the goal being to uh, continue to prevent it from being a, a place where terrorist attacks could be launched against America or other parts of the world. Uh, but also because of the inherent good that that would provide for the Afghan people. Um, and uh, I hope that the American people know that we succeeded in, in part of that mission, even if at the current moment it looks like uh, uh, there's not going to be a stable uh, Afghanistan uh, in, the, in the near or medium term future. I uh, hope they also know that... Uh, uh, over 6,000 Americans um, uh, lost their lives over the course of uh, in Iraq and Afghanistan. Um, and I hope they know that um, the Afghan people, and uh, I think most of them are just like Americans, that they want uh, what's best for their families. Uh, uh, they may not care as, as much about politics as they do uh, about the same things that, that I cared about uh, a safe place to, to raise their families. And what have you been thinking about watching this play out, you know, over your phone or on your TV? I, I think uh, I have been uh, intentionally trying not to think too much or feel too much about it. Um, it's, a, it's a strange, it's a strange feeling, I think, for most Afghanistan veterans. Um, I think uh, I'm going to wait until the situation on the ground there settles. Uh, my only real thoughts now are hoping that we can get uh, all the Americans in Afghanistan safely out um, to include the, the troops that have gone over there now to help facilitate that departure. And also that we can get all the Afghans who helped uh, U.S. and coalition forces safely out of Afghanistan also along with uh, as many Afghans as we can who might be threatened uh, by the Taliban regime. Um, that's, uh, and that's going to take, that's the work of several weeks to perhaps months, I think. Um, but at some point uh, I'm going to see where Afghanistan is um, and then uh, see what we've learned, uh, what those in the media have come up with and uh, analyzed um, about uh, what's happened since U.S. forces departed and uh, see what that means for my role and my country's role uh, in this long war. What, what do you mean by that in terms of your role? What, what's the realm of possibility for that for you? Yeah, um, I think uh, what, what was the effect of uh, the American presence in Afghanistan? What was the effect of my presence and that of my fellow soldiers' presence in Afghanistan? Um, how much of a, a force for, for good were we for the American people, uh, the Afghan people, and the people of the world? Um, were the thousands of American lives lost uh, worth it? 
um, were the billions and billions of dollars uh, worth it? Uh, was the time away from my wife and newborn daughter uh, worth it? Um, I feel strongly now, uh, at least with regard to that last one, that it was worth it. As uh, much of a strain uh, on my family as it was, it was it was worth it. Um, but uh, I will want to see what the lessons learned are for future American uh, policy. Um, uh, the use of force is not something that we should do resort to lightly in America. And we should understand that even what you know, appears to be uh, uh, an action of potentially short to medium duration can end up being one of of decades. And so uh, any any time we enter into armed conflict, we need to bear in mind that uh, the conflict itself could last uh, longer than we anticipated. And also that the even after the conflict ends, that the, the costs of war will continue with uh, health care for wounded veterans, um, with um, uh, benefits for veterans, be it uh, educational, health care, uh, and otherwise, um, that there's significant costs associated with it. I know for me, just, you know, scrolling through Twitter and watching TV, watching this play out, um, it feels really heavy. And I wonder how you feel as a veteran and as someone who is there watching the same things that I know I feel are awful to watch. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's... Uh, yeah, heavy is, heavy is a good word, Lucille. Uh, as I said, I, I, I normally I normally try to be one who you know, examines my thoughts and second guesses them and challenges them, and I'm sparing myself that right now. Um, but yeah, it's uh, I have found myself turning off the news uh, when uh, news about Afghanistan comes on now. Um, I think uh, just going to wait a little bit before I'm ready to to fully process it, uh, and there'll, there'll be time for that. Um, right now, I've got my hands full at the General Assembly anyway, so that uh, the, the mess that we've got on Jones Street uh, certainly uh, is providing a, a decent distraction from uh, what's going on in Afghanistan, uh, where I have uh, no ability to influence uh, what's happening there. But it's it's um, it. I certainly, when I was there and since then, have taken pride in hoping that I was uh, doing something to provide uh, a better life for the uh, people of Afghanistan. Th that wasn't my main mission there. My main mission there was to keep my country safe. But without a doubt, I, I have taken great pride um, and joy in hoping that I played some small part in, in making a better world, uh, a better country for the people of Afghanistan. And that is... is um, certainly something that um, is, is not available now. And, and that, that's tough. I, I, it's not as tough as what the Afghans are going through now or, not, or even close. Uh, but it's something that I suspect a lot of uh, my fellow veterans, Afghanistan veterans, are feeling. Uh, like me, they were there to keep our country safe. But um, they, many of us had, uh, I, I know in my job, I had a great deal of interaction with the Afghan people. Um, as did many other veterans. And we're really, um, I, I think, feeling 
feeling for them and feeling for, um, I don't know if it's a sense of failure or not, um, but, but, but a sense that we had, that, uh, we weren't able to do everything we thought we'd be able to do in Afghanistan. Do you still know anyone who's in the country? Not that I know of. No. Um, well, uh, uh, I, in my legislative capacity, I was able, had the joy of meeting several female members of the Afghan parliament um, and hosting them uh, for dinner in my house. And one of the great joys of my life and, and honors was getting to introduce my daughter to these, these brave women. And I, I don't know uh, uh, what their status is, um, how safe they are, but they're still there. Um, I suspect, I don't know this for sure, but I suspect that uh, some of the soldiers I've served with who are still in uh, might be there now, but I, I don't know that for sure. With Raleigh beginning to receive some refugees, what do you think people here can be doing to help them? And what role do you think North Carolinians can play in this? Yeah, there's, there's a lot of things we can do. The, uh, gosh, I don't have it in front of me. The News and Observer had a very good article a few days ago with a list of resources um, that we in Raleigh and the Triangle area uh, can get in touch with to help Afghan refugees. There's three uh, relief organizations locally that are working with the U.S. State Department to help resettle uh, refugees. So if, I think if you go on Google, search for News Observer article on uh, uh, with Afghan refugees, you, you can find that. And I'm, I've been in touch with those agencies, working to get in touch with them to figure out how state government can, can help them also. Is there anything else you want listeners to know about sort of the current state um, of things? Well, I would say, um, yeah, it's not a bad idea. If you know any uh, Afghanistan veterans, check in on them. We, we veterans are uh, a diverse group. We're each experiencing things differently. We, we are representatives of a very diverse country. So I, I'm only speaking for, for one veteran here, but um, check in on them. Uh, uh, see how they're doing. Um, and also for if any of my fellow Afghanistan veterans are listening out there and you're feeling a little strange and want someone to talk to, uh, go on the internet to mentalhealth.va.gov and there's a good set of resources there that can point you in the right direction. Um, that applied before the current events in Afghanistan, uh, but uh, certainly necessary all the more so now. Thank you so much, Representative Martin. I appreciate your time. Thank you, Lucille. For more from our politics team, subscribe to the News and Observer at newsobserver.com slash subscribe. Follow us on Twitter at Under the Dome and NC Insider, and sign up for her weekly political newsletter, also called Under the Dome, at newsobserver.com slash newsletters. Thanks for listening.